Well, I'll get the music ready. Lovely. Yeah, I'm ready when, when you guys are. I'm ready. You ready, Fernando? Yes, I am. Excellent. Skipping the old ads. Good Here we go. <laughs> God, I've gotten so good at that. Yeah. You almost oh. never cut it off halfway through anymore. I'm still always wondering whether you're going to play the two bars or just the one bar. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But that's that, going well. Is that the sort of thing you can put on a CV? Like, I'm really good at stopping this one YouTube clip <laughs> at exactly the right moment. It's on my CV already, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That was a bit premature, wasn't it? It's, uh... Yeah, well, I just updated it today, so... Ah, perfect. Because <laughs> yeah. that was the first time you did it right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Fernando. Yes. Uh, you chose the film this time. I chose the Speed Cubers. The Speed Cubers. Yes. Where did you hear about that? Well, <laughs> I was browsing on Netflix, and that was one of the suggestions. Uh, yep. It looked like something I would be interested in watching, but not necessarily would unless I forced myself to watch it. And I knew that yep. if I chose it for a film club, then I would definitely force myself to watch it. It was also a very short film, uh, which I think... Now uh, holds the record for the shortest movie that we've watched here. Yes, uh, right. Yeah. And I thought we've watched some very long movies. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's just the, the turn for a very short movie to be watched. Yeah, it'll go some way to cancel out Lagan and The Irishman, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. And did you did you enjoy the film in the end? I did like it. I I guess yeah, I, I did for several reasons. I enjoyed the human aspect of it, and I also enjoyed, as I always do, learning new more yeah new things about life. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yep. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Laura, what, what did, did you think? I think. You've done it again, Fernando. One of my new favourite... Guck. Oh, Whoa. <laughs> I finished it quite recently. I've just could stop crying. Had to get myself together for this Aww. meeting. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> oh, it was great. Good kind of crying. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I'm so distraught that neither of them won the World's Championship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody saw that coming. I certainly didn't. I um, didn't see that coming either. Who the fuck is Philip? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't even want to know who Philip is. <laughs> this piece of shit asshole just walking in here. Oh, thinks he wants a three by three. <laughs> well, he didn't get the record. No. He's won yeah. the battle, but he hasn't won the war. <laughs> yeah. What about you guys? What do you think? Claire? I thought it was lovely. Uh, they were just 
just just nice and people were trying and being nice to each other. It was just yeah. delightful. Um, I didn't cry. Oh. But, yeah. oh, well, that's your cold, cold robot heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I loved it. I thought this was a great film, and thank you for picking it, Fernando. Yeah, uh, excellent. I loved oh. it partly because it was it was so touching and so sweet, just the human story of it. Um, but also it had it had a lot to say. It was a real insight into one example of the the sort of weird nerdy subcultures that arise. Yeah, where people which I've just dipped into a few times in my life where people are so into like whatever the thing is and there's like a whole world that is just people who love doing this one thing and sometimes it can go so wrong but this was an example where it went so right and I I really liked that I I had a a lot of thoughts (laughs) about that um yeah I I really liked it Hmm. told a great story as well it did I wonder if that concept taken to the extreme takes us to us having a department of mathematics in this university. <laughs> That's the mean? sort of the sort I of mean, ultimate nerdy uh-huh, inward-looking just, community. Uh-huh. It's just a community of nerds doing mathematics that got together <laughs> and did it for so long that they decided to found a, a university, a department in the university. <clears throat> <laughs> and that's how university started, wasn't it? it was just... I guess that is how uh, the university started. Yes, they were like, "Oh, let's think about divinity so much that we'll create a <laughs> yeah, institution where we talk about it all the time." Just Bible nerds. <laughs> that's all. It was. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh God, I think there's more in that than we think, right? <laughs> like it sounds like you're joking, but I think that's not far from true. Yeah, there's not. Uh-huh. The, the oh. only, the only, the only thing that we need to add is the permission of the Pope, which was granted eventually. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yes, the root of addiction is um, oh. well b- before. So the very first root, I think, was as a as a slave or in debt or something. But then it changed gradually to mean um, devotion. So it didn't mm. mean any of our modern connotations it just meant to be so devoted to something that the rest of your life was kind of degraded but it was held up as a sort of scholarship academia things like that it would say you have an addiction wow oh like we'd have a calling or something or a vocation or something now yeah but where it would just mean like you'd lose yourself but it would be kind of looked up to and rewarded but yeah at least sacrifices so these roots <laughs> cubers <laughs> better watch themselves. <laughs> yeah, it really is an addiction. Well, they used that word addiction a few times, didn't they? Yeah, they did. And yeah. used it in the modern sense, but that that's quite interesting that we've got this link to <laughs> to the original sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe I want to play with Rubik's cubes now. Although it would depress me because I'd be, I can, I've never solved a Rubik's cube and I never will because I don't have that kind of brain. Well, you can look up how to do it, and it's it's pretty easy to learn the algorithms you need to do it. Um, I tried to solve one. I, I think Claire, you've solved one, haven't you? Yeah, I think I got lucky. Like since then, I've not been able to repeat it. Like I right. can do it using the algorithm, but. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think you have to do it twice to actually have done it. 
<laughs> Sounds fair. <laughs> um, but I, I tried doing it with reasoning alone, and I could get the one layer and then make a start on the second layer, but didn't didn't really get far. And the third layer was asked the question. Um, but I looked up the algorithms that a, a, f- a set of basic algorithms that you need to to do it, and I learned them. And I yeah, I can do one now. Um, it takes me a, a few minutes, but it, it's it's kind of soothing. It, it is kind of addictive as well. You can you grab it and you yeah you f- see it moving in your hands and it. You, you do do most of it with muscle memory after you've done done it for a while, and it's yeah, it's kind of fun. And I did go through a little phase of uh, competing with my brother to see who could do it fastest, and our our records were like a minute and twenty seconds, something like that. And I was usually wow. averaging a, a bit under two minutes. Fast. Well, is it? <laughs> it's definitely not. It's not six seconds, is it? Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I was pretty pleased with myself. It was it was a fun thing to do, and it it looked cool to do it as well. well I don't know about cool, but that that there's something impressive about seeing someone moving it so quickly, and it looks like it's complete madness. But actually, they're mostly it's a bit like writing a word. You don't think about all of the the curves and dots and everything. You just sort of write the word, and your brain does it automatically. Mm. Um, so yeah, that it was nice for that. Uh, if you really want to like do one, Laura, there are um, like magicians Rubik's cubes you can buy that have like elastic <laughs> bands inside, and you just like you just shake it and it goes back to to the original. <laughs> oh yeah, thing. I've seen those. That sounds good. <laughs> they do. But no, if you seconds. <laughs> one no, or two maybe seconds. they all just. Ha- I wonder if anyone's told the the world championships <laughs> about this. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing. They should just a be. Lie. They should be aware of this. <laughs> they should be, shouldn't? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now, if you got one mm. and, and looked up how to do it, it'd probably take you a, a couple of hours to to learn to do it properly. Oh, interesting. Maybe but pretty I'll easy to to learn to do it. <laughs> I did like your, that we. Your... Oh, sorry. No, go on. I, I like that we got to see so much of the cubing. It's weird how interested you mm. become in the cubing after like five <laughs> minutes, and you're like, "Well, I want to see them solve it." Obviously, yeah. <laughs> again and again and again. <laughs> <laughs> Show me twelve people in a row solving these cubes. <laughs> and there were there was a lot of footage of people solving Rubik's cubes, wasn't there? A lot of audio yeah. of Rubik's cubes moving. <laughs> that is, yeah. that, yes, just yeah. that 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 noise that's very specific to a Rubik's cube being spun <laughs> haunted my <laughs> dreams. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Yeah. What else did we like about it, uh, Michael? You said you had some thoughts about the sub world. Subculture, yeah. I should say, not the subterranean world of <laughs> with the lizards that get drowned in fake lava and a whole ocean that came from the sky. Journey um, to the center of the Rubik's cube. <laughs> uh, no, I yeah, there. You you see these things, and it. I think a long time ago, it was a lot more, or even 
30 years ago, it was a lot more difficult for these societies to exist. Because yes. if you were really into solving Rubik's Cubes or knitting or whatever, or like ironing on the ceiling or whatever weird stuff people are into, <laughs> normally, like, nobody else in your village would be into that. But you can guarantee that in the entire world, there's mm. a couple of other, a couple of hundred other people who are really into it. And now these people can find each other and they can book out a lecture theatre and do this. And it and it's great whenever you see one of these things, um, there will be not only a load of people who are into it, but some people who are super into it and are better than everyone else that people look up to. And there'll be different schools of thought where one group of people hates the other group of people over this one little thing. And there'll <laughs> be controversies and there'll be this thing that happened mm. in 1995 that no one's forgotten about. And I, I love just seeing a little bit into this in, into these worlds um what was it i was looking up uh bar billiards have you ever heard of bar billiards no fernando have you heard of bar billiards bar billiards mm, no no so it's this is this game uh that they used to have in pubs in like the 1920s and since then it's gone away a bit more and a bit more. And now there are like 50 pubs in the whole of the UK that have a bar billiards table. And some of them are inoperable. But there are a few regions where it's a bit more popular. And I looked, at, I wanted to find out if there are any near me. And so I went on to the website of the UK Bar Billiards Association. And it's like 100 people who are really into bar billiards, <laughs> this game no one else has heard of. And I looked into it and they said, oh, we we have this map uh, showing all the bar billiards tables in the UK, but like mo- the map's 10 years out of date, but it's okay because Paul keeps an up-to-date list and you can go to Paul's <laughs> website and he's got this. And, uh, but then there's somebody else on the forum saying, oh, Paul's list isn't quite there. And actually there's this one place with a bar billiards table, but that doesn't count because it's not to- a tournament standard. And then you look and they've got all of these smaller leagues. There's like a Buckinghamshire league with 12 people in it. And all of this, you can see it. And you can look on this website and it's people saying, uh, make sure you meet us at the, you know, the King's Head on Thursday, where we've got a new member joining us. And don't forget that Adam, who's been part of the club for 40 years, is retiring next month and we're all going to his house for a barbecue just (laughs) being able to get this insight into these worlds is is just fantastic and it's always interested me um yeah yeah it's fascinating i mean there must be a there must be a a social anthropology study in here somewhere in fact one that i would yeah what one that i would definitely yeah i think if i was gonna (laughs) if i was gonna study social (laughs) anthropology uh, the one thing that I would look into is Worms Armageddon. Oh. Have you ever have you heard of the, the video game Worms? No. No. So it's a, a fun little video game. Um, I used to play it when I was yeah a teenager. Um, it's a yeah a little I guess tactical strategic combat game where you have little little guys that are worms and they walk mm. around and they throw banana bombs at each other and stuff. It's a cartoony little game. <laughs> And it was quite popular at the time. And since then, it the, the last 
good game in the series came out in 1999 and it's gone into obscurity. But someone at the company decided to leave the servers running and they've never taken it down. And there's this hardcore community of people who are still playing it. It's 20 years later. And you can see these, it's this shattered community um, that like used to be a lot bigger when this was a popular game. And now there are like 20 people who regularly play and they hate each other. <laughs> it's crazy. I was looking at like the, the biggest tournament is this one that happens every year. And, and there are two or three different tournaments that happen on different websites because there used to be bigger communities and now it's just all the same people on all three websites but they've just never got around to combining everything and and yeah it's about 20 30 people play in the big tournament and anybody's allowed to join so this is how many people are still interested but then after the matches there are these people arguing and bitching at each other and saying like, well, obviously that was a really cheap tactic that you used at the start there, resetting the game because you didn't like the look of the map. And they said, well, I was nothing to do with the look of the map. And you'd know that if you'd remembered from two years ago when I kicked your ass. So two years ago, you never kicked my ass. That was fake as well. And I've come on a long way since there. I've got a job and you haven't got a job. You're just some kid. Well, I'm 32 actually. And just, yeah, it, it was incredible watching these arguments and just so much vitriol (laughs) and i was thinking like how how are you like why are you still part of this community when you're you're obviously having such a bad time but there's something holding them together there's something keeping these there are so many other games they could be playing but something is keeping them all playing that and i don't know what that is um and yeah, whenever I think about these little things, um, this is a, a wild tangent way off Rubik's Cubes, but you saw that again, this whole... Um, they're saying, oh, obviously the 3x3 three three is the most important one. And that's arbitrary, but that everybody agrees the 3x3 three three is the most important <laughs> yeah. one. And that the number of little terms that they were using that are completely specific to this community, like, oh, I'm going to get a sub-six average... If you just heard someone saying on that on the street, it would mean nothing. <laughs> but somehow these communities develop these little terms. Uh, and sometimes if you aren't part of that community, you have no idea what they're talking about half the time. Uh, and, I mean, they never really explained what get, getting an average was. That They talked about getting an average, that there was an average event and a singles event. And mm. it... They never quite went into that. What? Why do you have the two categories? What's the advantage of one over the other? Um, yeah, brilliant stuff. Ah, uh, yeah. So it was all of these thoughts that that were one half of why I enjoyed this so much. <laughs> what do you? If we had to pick something to become obsessively involved in, that was like a weird subculture that no one had else had ever heard of. What do you think you would pick? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think Michael's got a lot of options here. Or are you already involved in one? <laughs> I wish I was. I wish I had an enemy that I could just bicker with over 20 years. About. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the something kind of appealing about it, isn't that? Uh, an arch nemesis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what would it be? I guess, yeah, I'm a minority sport or game. I get, well... Mm. 
so we we have a a mutual friend who of course is very into uh korfball oh yes a sport most people have never heard of and <laughs> don't care about but but again you you get insights into the way he lives in in that community and that there'll always be some little argument about oh so and so wasn't refereeing <laughs> yeah. properly that night and uh this team is going to walk from the league and they they say it as if it's like Manchester United leaving the Premiership, <laughs> but it's like so and so from around the corner who could barely get six players together for a match each Sunday, uh, <laughs> and they decided they're going to walk from the league, even though then they just have to stop playing because they don't like that <laughs> Linda decided to introduce some rules banning sausage rolls at the barbecue <laughs> yeah. afterwards or whatever, um, uh, and it wasn't quite that, uh, but yeah, we've heard him talk about stuff like that. And, so I, yeah, I guess a minority sport would be a, mm. a good place to start. Sort of foot golf society. Oh, do you know that that's a, a pretty good, good example? Yeah. And in fact, yeah, uh, if you look on the foot golf, so if anyone doesn't know what foot golf is, this is where where you like play on a golf course, but instead of a golf ball on a club, you have a football and you just kick it with your boot, <laughs> and there are big holes that you have to kick it into and it's good fun but also you can go on the official foot golf website and there's this video of like the foot golf champion showing off and it's laughable because he's like like wearing football boots and doing it all (laughs) and like taking it all so seriously (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah yeah great it's nice that people enjoy things it Uh is yeah. yeah, I think I love seeing that other people are passionate about things, and that's yeah. one thing that this film really did well. Yeah, and they weren't all dicks about it, and often, as mentioned in these communities, people can be dicks about it. <laughs> I think that um, is maybe because Felix is such a good guy, and he's. It seems like the community's sort of built around him in some ways. Yeah. yeah. And because he's sort of magnanimous and just just a nice guy. Oh. Um. I I imagine he's had quite a big influence on people. He does seem to be very influential in the community, mm. didn't he? Mm-hmm. Oh, great! Oh, could be, could be. He was lovely. He was. Just yeah, lovely. I loved Felix. I might email him. Maybe I'll tweet him. I'll ask him to marry me. who knows yeah (laughs) you might fly over from Melbourne (laughs) I think you'd have to wait a while (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) you could do it long distance we could do it long distance no it would get more time to cube (laughs) Fernando's not happy no I hate long distance relationships I think that he should go to Melbourne yeah Fernando has spoken. No choice, okay. Laura. I'll, I'll go to Melbourne then. <laughs> <laughs> you can Much stay nicer with weather my down family there. if you want. Oh, cool. Great. Yeah. Got a bedroom. You can... Off I go. Yeah. <laughs> we'll always remember <laughs> that the very moment that Laura decided to emigrate <laughs> and begin her life as a. <laughs> a speed cuber's wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I'll be like the <laughs> wife in Dark Waters, won't I, eventually? I'll start off supportive, and then I'll be like, <laughs> sure, your son started bloody violin today. <laughs> but you wouldn't know. He's just too busy All you cubing. care about is that goddamn cube. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's much better yeah. i was thinking of it like footballers wives oh. where they'd just be <laughs> yeah. i don't even know what that is just be awful generally like a trophy wife yeah i'll, I'll just get loads of like plastic surgery <laughs> oh, turn up oh. at all of his competitions just <laughs> jeer I don't really know much about footballers' wives. I think that might have been a bit sexist, but never mind. I'm sure they're lovely, yeah. well-rounded people. <laughs> I think some of them are. Yeah, I'm trying to think that there was that reality TV show like 20 years ago, wasn't there? Which was uh, probably that overdone. Was, that was a drama, footballers' wives. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, shows I don't know much about those. That was where Chardonnay became the like the stereotypical name for the, the wife of a footballer. Okay. A character called Chardonnay. Oh, <laughs> brilliant! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where were we? Anyway, yeah, Felix and Max. What a lovely relationship they had. Also. Yeah, what a great pair. Oh, and yeah, with a weird. rivalry, it could could yeah. have gone really wrong. But a lot of the tears came from the end when. They both lost, but they were just yeah. They were so kind oh. about it to each other. And Max was saying, <laughs> yeah. "But it's okay, isn't it?" Yeah, like, yes, yeah. it really is okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Felix was so good with him, wasn't he? Because it he yeah. he was obviously obviously saw himself as being a bit responsible and needing to look after Max a bit. Mm. And that, yeah, that was. Was so sweet. Oh, because Felix was heartbroken as well. There was so much going on for him. Yeah. It was his home games, and he broke down to the camera oh. later on. And there was obviously yeah. so much emotion involved in that. But he, yeah, just he saw his responsibility was was keeping Max straight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, when he broke down to the camera, that's oh. when I could have cried. Yeah. Uh, it was. Just so genuine, and he, yeah, he was so innocent in that yeah. moment. He just loves to cue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. and, oh. and you can see how it's so much more than solving a Rubik's cube to them. Yeah. Um. It, yeah, it's this the whole community that they've helped build, and the all of these friends that they see at these tournaments. Uh yeah. <laughs> and especially for teenagers, stuff like that just defines your life almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh and Felix is still young, isn't he? He's just a mm. bairn. How young is yeah. he? Because um I want to know that before we get married. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm sure you'll find Well he's out. <laughs> got a job in finance, right? Oh, okay, can't be that young then. Yeah, early twenties, I suppose. Eyes. He's got responsibilities now. He doesn't cube like he used to. <laughs> He's going to have to hang up his Rubik's cube one of these days. 
I'm looking him up now. <laughs> Felix Zemdegs. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, he's not that young. He's 24. That's quite young. Well, he looks young. He's only 24? Yeah. Oh, God. What? I, mean, I was going to guess he was like 19. Oh, no. Just oh, feel terrible now. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. You can... I'm a cougar. <laughs> I don't think you can be a cougar if you're in your 20s. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Wait, I what, am only you, in my mid 20s. You're 27, right? Mid 20s, yes. Mid tw- so if he's 24, he's only three years younger than you. Well, I'm going to be 28 tomorrow, so. I think yeah. four years is still acceptable. <laughs> yeah, Michael's three years younger than me. Three yeah. That's all right. Still, yeah, was like. Claire I and I were 19 and 22. younger than you so acceptable. That's fine. Yeah, it's all fine, isn't it? It doesn't matter, yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah. It's all fine. Don't don't you give up on your Australian <laughs> dreamboat speed cube champion. You get in touch. Uh, yeah. It's hard to be someone like that because you'd never know if they just loved you because of the cube. <laughs> oh. oh, no. I've well, never remember. I don't think it's a problem for him anymore because uh, he's oh, not he really got it anyway. He's, he's lost it, so <laughs> anyone, it's got to be for him. He's like yeah. Andy Murray. He's just shattered at <laughs> Might as well just retire now. Yeah, what were you going to say, Claire? Oh, no, I just remembered we were talking about footballers' wives and I had a really absurd thought that mm. when we were talking about Laura getting plastic surgery, <laughs> he'd maybe, like, just as time went on, subtly suggest that that maybe the plastic surgery should be in one of six <laughs> bright colours <laughs> and particularly sharp corners. <laughs> be sort of shit. Uh, oh, this has gone in a whole new direction. <laughs> Is he in love with the cube? <laughs> I think so. I think in my weird <laughs> imagined joke he is. Maybe so. <laughs> Uh, I've got to dress as one in our saucy sex games. <laughs> <laughs> Solve this. <laughs> Unscramble me, baby. <laughs> Unscramble me, yeah. <laughs> oh. Wow. Oh. oh, sorry, Felix. Oh, I know. <laughs> You're so like- innocent. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, Felix. It was just a silly joke. <laughs> Do, does right. anyone feel a bit? Because they they told us he's working in finance in Melbourne now. Mm-hmm. Anyone else feel a bit sad when they heard that? No, a little bit. Not you, Fernando. Why would you feel sad? Finance well, is death of dreams. <laughs> yeah, well said. <laughs> I do not know. It feels like it is uh, uh, perhaps no. I don't know because it, it's just something that I wouldn't feel sad. As in, I would feel strange someone feeling sad for me, uh, for me being doing as in mathematics, and it would be oh, why are you doing mathematics instead of flying a kite or surfing or. <laughs> Why are you in an office and not just surfing all the time? That just being inside a building all the time seems sounds so just so sad. I think that we all have like different uh, uh, interests. And yeah, 
Uh, is he Wait, interested you, in you finance, agree that it would be It would be better to be surfing all the time. I think that you can do both, and you can find both interesting. Hmm. No. That's <laughs> capitalism. It's got you, my friend. <laughs> well, I mean, your, your I example, Fernando, <laughs> you're talking about mathematics, which is uh-huh. a creative thing. It's... It, it's it's interesting. It's tugging at the the heart of what makes the universe the universe. Whereas finance is a bit like he's not going to be doing anything creative or interesting. They didn't say I mean, what he did. Is he? Yeah, and I think that there is something called uh, ma ma uh, something with an M. Maths. M- no, um, <laughs> madrigal theory. Uh, it's, it's just oh, some brand of mathematics. No, uh, that as in, I, I'm sure that there are some very. Uh, I, I think that several branches of pure mathematics directly relate to finance. So he could be doing that. Oh, I he see. could be doing a, a, a very pure math side of finance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, like mm-hmm. John Nash defining the economy in terms of game theory and stuff. Uh. I don't. Maybe I, I, my understanding is that John Nash didn't really do much for e- economics. So no, I'm going to say no. Oh, am I think you're the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I, I guess that John Nash is indeed uh, credited with, I guess, doing some kind of game theory for economics. But I don't think that game theory is as transcendental to economics as certain other branches of mathematics are to finance. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think it's that word finance. That's not economics. It's not an intra- a, a field of study. It sounded like he's just mm. working in a bank or I, I feel like you've fallen playing for the stock or... market. Yeah? Yeah, I feel like that was that was deliberate. Well, not maybe not deliberate, oh. but um it it made it sound like he'd like given in on his dream. And just taking yeah. a job in finance, <laughs> and by making it so banal sounding, um, it did make it seem like he'd just like given up on life. Um, <laughs> yeah. Whereas maybe he's part of a vibrant startup that's going to change the way the world works or something. Yeah. What does working in finance financially? Mean, yeah. yeah. To be Rory really liked being an accountant because he said it was like solving puzzles, mm-hmm. like Sudoku mm. puzzles with maths involved and working things out. Okay. But I think he was lying, so... Who's <laughs> <laughs> <Is> that? <laughs> yeah. Ah, tricky. Mm. Yeah, maybe it was something good. It just it sounded like he was an accountant. Um, yeah, it wasn't which, necessarily yeah, an actuary. Could <laughs> be interesting, been, but yeah, maybe accountant. I mean, clearly we need people to to do accountancy and stuff. It's just famously uninteresting. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe you're right. Maybe it is like doing Sudoku's or like solving Rubik's cubes. He, I can't believe yeah, I didn't he... think of that example. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a puzzle of some kind some kind of puzzle uh, Zudoku. I, I'm imagining squares 
There are three squares by three squares, making a bigger square. I'm going to set them beside other squares on a flat plane. You, it's like that thing where you slide that thing around and you've got one space. You know that puzzle? Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the eight the puzzle. tile puzzles. Yeah. yeah. It's like that. That's what accountancy is like. <laughs> Do you think they have a world championship in <laughs> tile-sliding oh puzzles? I bet they, they must do. do. Yeah. Everyone's just got a really shit picture of a parrot at the end. Fantastic. Parrot is one of the categories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> alphabet oh. is another one <laughs> Every, everyone only cares about the parrot <laughs> yeah well it's, it's the classic isn't it that's the original <laughs> do you know here's another mm. example i was watching a, a youtube video the other day it was about about 20 minutes long and it was called the miracle sudoku and it was a guy who live streams himself doing sudoku puzzles mm-hmm and I mean that that in itself is an example of this kind of stuff I'm talking about. These people just mm. communities and worlds unto themselves. But yeah, this guy had been sent a puzzle by a sort of half fan, half friend, and told to just do this one live. Don't look at it in advance. And he did it. It was Sudoku with a couple of extra rules that you had to apply. And he seemed to be almost brought to tears by how good a puzzle it was. He <laughs> he started by saying like, oh, this is, no, I'm never going to be able to do this. It's, oh, hang on, you can do that though, can't you? Yeah, no, I'll never be able to do more than the ones. But actually that rule means there are twos. <laughs> and as he was going through it, you just heard him saying, no. Oh my goodness. This is mad. This is ridiculous. And by the end he was just saying, well, that is quite simply the most sublime work of genius I've ever come across. Thank you so much. For, it, it was it was beautiful to see. So yeah, I guess Sudoku oh, is a, great. A, yeah. a good comparison. <laughs> anyway, yes, but perhaps now that he's working in finance, even if that is something like accountancy, he is doing what he loves doing, which is solving little puzzles again and again and again, five minutes at a time for the rest yeah. of his life. Uh, six seconds six seconds at a time for the rest of his life because uh, <laughs> yeah rubik's cubes that that's not a a big creative thing is it that's a, a small puzzle that you learn to do really really well mm-hmm. yeah so that's cool wait nice. surely the next step would be to define which i think that it has been characterized the group acting on the permutations of the rubik's cube and then yeah uh, and then showing uh which um permutations solve the doesn't return the rubik's cube to the to the identity permutation yeah well this is have you ever done that in gap uh no you you can define the group that that defines the Rubik's cube really easily, um, and it's quite a good demonstration of of computational mathematics because you you can type this group in and it has 
well, the generators it has are there are six faces. You can turn each one a quarter clockwise. So there are, yeah, there are just six generators for this group. And then when you type it into Gap, Gap can immediately tell you, oh, this has th- this group has size, yeah, however many billion, 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 or what, whatever it is. It can quickly compute how, the size of this thing. It's a, a really great application of of group theory, yeah, and people who know a lot more about this than I do have done a lot of work on uh, how to return a cube to its, yeah, h- how to return a cube to the identity, which is solving it. And I think only quite recently, like maybe only five years ago, they discovered the upper bound on how hard a Rubik's Cube can be, uh, which is 20 moves. Oh, I remember that. That was in yeah. New Scientist when I re- used to read New Scientist. Right, okay. Well, maybe it was more recent than that. Maybe it was on BBC Science News or something. Yeah. No, it was. It got got quite famous at the time. Yeah, I remember that. So, it, yeah, it turns out the no Rubik's Cube combination can ever be harder than 20 moves. Oh, uh, Really? Oh, yeah. Well, that's disappointing, which means that I will yeah. never solve the Rubik's Cube now. <laughs> well, <laughs> because it's already been done, who cares? No, because it's just too simple. Uh-huh. It's too easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, piece of piss, really. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's 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 a, a really interesting thing to look into um, mathematically. So I'm sure there's other things you could you could learn. The tile puzzle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The parrot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know, I wrote a solver for those puzzles. Um, it's on GitHub now. I was oh. playing this. I was playing this Nintendo DS game called Professor Layton, and it has these block sliding puzzles. And I've just always been shit at that. I've basically, I don't think I've ever done the the tile puzzles. I, I don't used think to I've have ever to do them for Michael. Actually solved that one, yeah. <laughs> um, so I, yeah, I wrote a a piece of code to to compute them and to find the the shortest possible route where you move the fewest number of tiles in order to complete it, and I I did it. Um, no. Congratulations! Yeah, I was really pleased with myself. Yeah. Well, I can just solve them anyway. Yes, you can actually do it using <laughs> your brain, but. I need computers. <laughs> the, oh, it's all funny. Code that you managed to write. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> yeah. What a fool. <laughs> um, so yeah, what sorry, what well, we we're we're off topic, aren't we? Um Oh, you know what amazed me? Yeah. The commentators in the in the well. You're about to find out. <laughs> um, <laughs> the the commentators at the competition who were like, "Oh, that's a bad start." <laughs> yeah. how, the, how do you know that? It's yeah. been two seconds. <laughs> He's just twisting it. It's just as fucked up as it was. They <laughs> can somehow see, can't they? It's like it's like cricket, though, isn't it? People watching that, and there's just like there are seven or eight individual numbers on the screen. And someone yeah. will glance at it and go, oh, 
It's looking bad for Pakistan. I don't know. <laughs> no, it does. <laughs> but then once you tune into it, you kind of start to get it, don't you? Yeah. I don't believe it. Switch. It's all a conspiracy. They are all using those magic cubes. <laughs> <laughs> Even the commentators There's no are in on it. no such thing. <laughs> Uh, yeah i think it's like wwe wrestling <laughs> like the whole thing stage in advance yeah. like right you're gonna oh. you're gonna do really badly the first two souls but yeah. then you're gonna really pull it out in the third one <laughs> and then you're gonna amazing. hit someone with a chair but it would be like a soap as well so all the backstage action would be going on <laughs> and we'd <laughs> The Vince McMahon of yeah. Rubik's <laughs> Mr. Rubik would <laughs> um, Does anyone know why they had they had like a warm up cube, didn't they? Yeah, just to keep your fingers. Oh. And they were like frantically playing with this cube before they revealed the first one, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought it was because they couldn't bear to be parted from the cubes. <laughs> I like, mean, they all were just so obsessed they had a spare cube that they just played with I in think between. probably something in that. But I think it was just, like, yeah. warming your fingers up. Like, doing keep yeah, your piece before like, the star of a football your... match. Yeah, get into yeah. the zone. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think I was surprised that they were just doing that up to the moment that it was revealed. Yeah. That maybe was it pretty... calms them as well. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's, like, a yeah. nerve mm. thing. <laughs> I did love in the that moment in the green room... Where they're like, now we're going to see inside the green room before they go on stage. And it's just, yeah, 20 people just <laughs> playing with Rubik's Cubes, staring <laughs> at them and not talking to each other. That was great. <laughs> I did wonder when they were just messing around in these Rubik's Cubes, what they were doing. So, Because surely you can't, once yeah. you're that good, you can't like set your own puzzle because you would just remember <laughs> what moves you'd done. Oh, um, Why are they? Yeah, are they just playing with them for? You can solve them in six seconds. Yeah, are you just solving yeah. it ten times a minute forever? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh. yeah. I, I don't know. Were they just going through each of the algorithms and not really caring about yeah, the positions maybe. of the colors? Um, just practice. Yeah, maybe they were practicing the different movements that you have to do. Wow. Wow. This well strange. Um Should we talk about Max? Yeah. Yeah, we haven't talked about Max very much. Oh, Max. I really liked yeah. Max. He was lovely, yeah. He did. And his so parents were well. lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, good parents, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one thing is I did notice um I think it's a a well-recognized thing that um, with autistic people that parents and people around them do desperately want them to just fit in. And like, mm, it's more based yeah. around like the social expectations of like being able to speak and mimic and mm-hmm. like mm. interact with people in a quote normal way that it mm-hmm. ends up putting, you know, it's not the best thing for the autistic person, but I don't know. Max seemed very happy. Like that it was puts one thing stress I was, like, on them to act in a certain way. Yeah, just it creates a kind of norm, and then if they sit outside the norm, where they, you know, you you're forcing them to be variable, you force them to touch people and interact with people in what Mm. you see as a normal way, because that's what we as a 
society have decided is normal behavior yeah that mm. it's yeah i don't feel like they were forcing them though which i liked i think they no were i don't at all i think him. they were yeah definitely um i just got that yeah. in the beginning when they were saying that they like broke down in tears because they thought they're not going to have the child that they wanted and i felt yeah. like sort of sorry sorry for him but they did genuinely seem to mm. adapt and mm. knew him so well and yeah it was it was a really nice yeah, that's right documentary yeah i i think they if if they were encouraging him to form social relations and speak to people that that is a good thing to encourage anyone to do uh yeah we are a social species, aren't we? Yeah. So if, if it... I, uh, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I don't know about those universals, you know. <laughs> uh, I, I don't. I just feel like you know we we can say that, but then we are trying to apply this norm still, and some hmm. people just even. I'm not saying like it's a total isolation or versus social. Mm-hmm. But it's a way of being social, and what they were trying to do was get him to be social in a way that was accepted, and you know, like they were overjoyed that he was mimicking the person on the podium, yeah. when really it shouldn't yeah. matter. Well, I think they were overjoyed about that just because it showed that he was doing something social at all. Uh. Mm. Uh, so I think that. Um... Yeah, so this is a generalisation, but um, as a species, we do overall thrive on interaction with others and Hmm. um, creating the opportunity for someone to be able to learn how to form bonds with other humans is is a good thing for them to give them the chance to do. I don't think you could. Yeah. I think it would be unhealthy to force him, but I think giving him the opportunity to learn those skills um, will potentially make him happier in the long run because that will be an aspect of human life and what it is to function as a human um, that can make life easier. I think. Um, that sounds right. And, you know, lack of social contact can be rubbish. No, sure, I, I agree with that. Yeah, it's all about nurturing bonds and etc. Yeah. And stuff. Um, I Which I think about... they did a good job with, and he did a good yeah. job with as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I just it it just seemed so, like, maybe mature is not the right word, but just like emotionally capable for someone that age, you know. Just mm. even just the process of saying, "Oh well, it's okay that I lost." Like I was thirty before I could process <laughs> that thought, um, <laughs> and yeah, it's just it's good to see. Um, learning that at a young age and yeah. mm. I think yeah he, he's great he just seemed really nice <laughs> everyone yeah. was so nice 
Yeah. Yeah, he was so sweet. <laughs> hey, it was great how much he looked up to Felix. Yeah. And they said yeah. again and again, didn't they? Like, and guess what? You're going to see Felix later. Isn't that going to be great? And he was so, <laughs> so excited about it. Mm. Maybe the next step is that Max will also become a person that works for finance. <laughs> Maybe. 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 Mm. I, I think I was hoping that they'd become like an artist, like a really crazy artist, both of them, and just make these sublime paintings that don't make any sense or something. And, yeah, do, do something amazingly creative. But I get that. That's again, that's that's not what a Rubik's cube is. is yeah, it? why why are you so determined <laughs> that they should be doing creative things? Why, why I, these people yeah. in particular? <clears throat> I think just because they're amazing, and I I want amazing people to you sort of want, want to get the best out of them somehow. Like you, want you them to become Banksy. <laughs> something like that yeah yeah i guess i'm thinking like what if just finding square buildings <laughs> the red on that side and white on that side yeah oh that was good wasn't it when they were commentating and saying oh and he's he's gone for the blue yeah I guess the problem they have there is that you they have six seconds to commentate, right? (laughs) And there's essentially nothing to say except he's solving it, he's solved it. (laughs) And it takes that long for them to do it. So But they did manage something. It'd been like point zero one seconds, they were like He's fucked that up. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that yeah, that's what they can say, isn't it? Oh yeah, he's gone for the blue side. That's a bit pointless. <laughs> well, I think it was like, what side are they looking at, or what side's on top? Because um, presumably the algorithms are based on, like, you do them, you hold it in one direction, and then perform the algorithms. Um, yeah, but it's just random <laughs> what color happens to be on top. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Uh, that was good. I like yeah. that. Yeah. I think um, those are all my thoughts. Yeah, I would never have watched that. Um, so thank you for <laughs> suggesting yeah, it, neither. Fernando. Because yeah, yeah, really um, I'm, I'm glad that we all liked it. Um, yeah. Oh, what did it have in common with Thor Ragnarok? Oh my goodness. What did it not uh, have in common? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, synth. There was some synth at the end. That was nice. Was there some synth? Great. There was. Yeah, I picked up some done. synth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess that Odin died, as in he. It was time for him to go. In the same way that it, it is now time for Felix to go. And... Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah it. That's a good point. Actually, Odin wasn't yeah. alive in this film either. Mm-hmm. Nor in Thor That's Ragnarok. True. Yeah. No. Very little Odin. Mm. And then Thor also mm. doesn't isn't the king the king of um Asgard in the end, so neither Odin nor Thor. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was about fallen uh, heroes, wasn't it? Exactly. Oh, yeah. Ah, uh, I like that. 
Yeah. There's a... Yeah, I've, <laughs> I was a little worried with the fallen hero thing. When they... It, so it, it became clear that they had started filming two months before the event. And then they neither of them finished in the top three. <laughs> yeah. And I did think, are they are they now wishing they'd filmed someone else for the last two months? Do they like <laughs> pick the two people most likely to do well? And now they're thinking, oh fuck, did did we do have like a plan B real? Uh, Why did no one tell me about Philip? Who <laughs> 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 is this guy Philip? Why is no one filming him? Who the fuck is Philip? <laughs> <laughs> but they justified it well in the end by saying shortly after this, like Max took the yeah took took the record back from Felix, and nobody except those two have held has held it for the last ten years. Yeah, they've just been trading it between them, yeah. and that that's an indication that they they really were the two to follow, and that is the only competition that matters. Oh yeah, and also Max won like <laughs> what five out of the seven categories or something. Yes, yeah. so they didn't get it too far wrong. <laughs> yeah, Again, he, he did shouldn't, well. Shouldn't think yeah. about hanging up his Rubik's cube quite yet. No, exactly. <laughs> shouldn't dismantle it yet. <laughs> That's what you do with them when they're done, isn't it? <laughs> oh, then you just have oh, to. Oh, the very last thing you do. Color all the sides <laughs> in the same color. <laughs> and it'll be sold yeah. forever. <laughs> Good film. Shall I play the music? Anyone? Yeah, no, those were all my thoughts. Did you have any last thoughts, Fernando? Is there anything um... we haven't discussed that we should have? Symbolism? Um... <laughs> no, I think. Oh, shit, yeah, symbolism. I don't think there can be symbolism in something that's real. <laughs> oh, was that it real? Is... <laughs> I guess the Rubik's Cube symbolised um, the coming of Christ oh yeah <laughs> that's true it did yeah. yeah yeah well done thank you Felix fell so that Max could have life wow <laughs> And Philip's got his bloody dirty pieces of silver, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Philip. Yeah. Hate that guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they should have just made him a fucking villain. Like, just, I know it's about a nice community, but really demonise Philip. We all yeah. hated him anyway. A like, oh. close up view of him from just below. So it looks extra evil. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) he took a beat before he celebrated because he felt bad for Max, and then he thought, "Oh wait a minute, I won!" and then started celebrating. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Philip guy. (laughs) Cool. I'm done. Right. That really is everything. I think. Yeah. Here we go. Close enough. Fuck. Shit. I've got to take it off my CV now. (laughs) (laughs) 
Three, two, one. Scissors. Scissors. Bugger, do it again. Three, two, one. Rock. Scissors. Yes. Damn it. <laughs> I've got it. Um, and nice. I think I had chosen a film. Ooh. And I've got it noted down here. Um, yes. Uh, my choice is the film Shaft. Shaft. From 1971. Shaft. Ah. Shaft. The 1971 version of Shaft. 